0: Studio with Jay I'm in the studio with Jay Haline. I'm in the studio with Jay Haline.
1: I'm in the studio with Jay Haline.
0: I'm in the studio with Jay Haline. You are now in the studio with Jay Haline. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Jay Haline. We are on another episode of Star Talk. And listen, I got this beautiful sister here with me. I am so happy to have her on this show today because again, I've told her off camera. I'm telling you on camera, she is one of the dopest interviewers that I've encountered. And I've interviewed people, I've been interviewing with people all over the nation and all over the world. Um, a few people on the other side of the world. So I'll call it all over the world now. I'm I'm upgrading myself, <laughs> but no, she actually made me feel so, so good on her show. And I just seen what she's doing. I've been following her ever since and what she's been able to do with other individuals and highlighting other individuals, especially in the entrepreneurial space, the author space. Man, she's just a jewel. And I wanted her to bring some of those gems to Star Talk. And so if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking to the Miss Lovely Bianca Fly of the B-Fly Radio. Is that, is that, did I say that right? Yeah, the
1: Beautiful Butterfly Show. Yep. that's Right. Beautiful
0: Butterfly <laughs> Show. Listen. Thank you so much for giving me an opportunity to talk to you. How you been?
1: I have been doing phenomenal, phenomenal. Trying to kick off this this new and interesting year in a in a great way. So I'm trying. <laughs> That's
0: a good way of putting it. New and interesting.
1: Yes, yes, <laughs> definitely.
0: So again, as I was telling people about your show, about me being interviewed, but. You know, let's take them back to the beginning. What made you decide to go ahead and say this is the type of show I want to do?
1: Yeah. Well, originally I started off working with other people and um kind of being a co-host for other people on their show. And so different things that they were talking about, I said, it's gotta be more to this than yeah. than these topics, you know what I mean? And so I came across people you know poets music artists and just everyday people who had stories to tell you know and so I said I want to create a platform where people feel comfortable to come on here and just let it flow you know and share their story and so that's what brought on the beautiful butterfly show and so once I got into it at first it became oh this is just something you know to do but then it became um, a passion of mine and something i enjoyed doing so
0: yeah. i love it so what about your background do you have mm-hmm. you know any any um journalism background or you know was you would you trained? did you want to always do something like this in journalism or you were going in another direction mm-hmm. and you pivoted yeah
1: um no i definitely didn't do any training uh for me i um have studied um, sociology and psychology, um, and so for me, going into journalism was definitely something new. Uh, but I knew I had a lot uh, to share when it came to various topics, um, and I knew that I knew a lot of people um, who had been through some things, and and could have those conversations um so that's what kind of molded everything together um looking back at it I probably should have uh when it's <laughs> a radio you know in some type of way journalism um you know but here we are
0: <laughs> no but I mean the psychology portion and not knowing that but no, now knowing that I can see how that benefits you because yeah. you're very very you know precise with your questions I can mm-hmm. see how you're digging in you know, to individuals, you get, um, do well with getting people to open up to you. So, um, psychologists do that. Yeah. (laughs) But also, you know, it's just a good situation to show individuals how you can get trained in one situation, but you can reverse engineer Mm -hmm. it to make it um, work for you in another way. So absolutely. Tell us what you wanted to do you know, um, before doing this, what, what, what was your goal? What was something that you wanted to do? With, oh, wow, My
1: goal. Yeah. My goal was to, at one time, um, I thought about actually going and working in the prison system, um, as a counselor, as a, you know, and so my husband was like, like, do you know what, you know, you know, what goes on, you know, inside of there and, and, and the pressure and all of that. So I said, yeah, I think I'm ready. So I was pretty much set on I was going to do some type of counseling therapy uh, with people. And so over time, um, I began to just notice um, the platforms that were out here because at the time I was listening to a lot of podcasts and radio shows. And so I said, you know, there has to be a platform out here for people uh, to share their story because not all of us, you know, just woke up one morning and you know were famous. <laughs> And, oh, you know, had everything we needed. And so okay. I wanted to hear people who literally, you know, got it out the mud and was, you know, working uh, to, to do great things every day. So and that's where I am now. So I, I do that. Um, and then I'm also a lot of people didn't know I'm a preschool teacher. So wow, <laughs> uh, I did that as well. So I was actually able to get a lot of inspiration from talking to the parents, um, you know, in the classroom to things that some of my kids uh, were dealing with at the time. So
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, listen, I did not know that part. I didn't I, <laughs> did not, I wouldn't have picked that part. But uh, listen, this is why you need to find these things out. And also right. as an illustration that people, it's okay to not know exactly what you want to do in the beginning. You definitely have yeah. to have an exploratory phase um yeah. most people that come that get to a point in their life and in their 30s or something like that and they don't know what they want to do typically right. because they haven't experienced a lot of things they haven't right. tried lot, enough things and so yeah. hearing that from you now somebody's a preschool <laughs> teacher or somebody's working <laughs> in the prison say, hey you don't want to <laughs> do that forever you can start a <laughs> podcast or your own radio
1: show yeah Absolutely. You know, because so many so many of us go to college, you know, and we get degrees and I'm, I have a lot of friends who have degrees um, in great fields, but they're not working in it, you know, because maybe over time their mindset changed or they were no longer interested in it, you know, trying to feel that fulfillment. And so my mom, one of the things she always instilled in me is to find something that you're happy and content you know in doing you want to grow and and you know to different levels in it but find something that really makes you happy you know
0: Absolutely. so i love
1: it that's what i strive for
0: yeah yeah so how important was that for you now looking back in hindsight because again everybody talks about the passion the passion the passion however a lot of people can't you know differentiate the part of taking care of business and taking care of their homes as opposed to passion, they feel like it has to be one or the other. You have to yeah, totally going after your passion or, you know, you're breaking the bank and making all the money. So how do yeah. you marry the two?
1: <laughs> it, you know, it could be interesting um, at first, you know, because it was just me and my husband. And so I was able to uh, a lot of people didn't know like behind the scenes, I'm making dinner, getting ready for an interview. Um, and then so when I got pregnant with my daughter, uh, I did the radio the whole time. Uh, up until pretty much before I got ready to have her. So I was, you know, getting ready for a new baby trying to, okay, what is this new thing of of motherhood going to be like? And so once she came, I kind of took a break because I wanted to focus, you know, on on her and what was going, you know, just, just being a motherhood in that motherhood role. And so I encouraged women and men also to definitely find that balance um, of the two don't get so overwhelmed with stuff that things get neglected you know a lot of times people get into different things and your spouse may get neglected because you're working so hard your children you know um as, as you know you travel you know so sometimes our kids you know they they are kind of off to the side while we're out here, we're hustling and grinding for them, you know, but trying to find that balance. So for me, I try to find that balance. When I first started um, doing my show, I did shows three times a week, uh, which was heavy. Um, And so (laughs) I had to knock it down because I had to realize I needed to have that balance of being a wife, being a mother and just taking care of myself, you know, not getting lost you know in that
0: i have to give you your props because again you are so 100 <laughs> business with it like you know a lot of like you said people won't know people won't know no. that you know you got to take care of these kids your kids your, your, you know your husband all the other stuff It's just like yeah. and then you're so locked in on the person that you're dealing with at the time right and so a lot of people are so oh i got this going i got that like your show It's about that, for that time, it's about the person who you're interviewing. And that's that's an amazing gift. You know, what do you attribute that to?
1: I attribute that to people want to feel great. Where, regardless of where they are. You know, it's so many of us who wish that somebody took the time to just listen, to focus on them, you know, because now we're caught up in the hustle and bustle of things and people don't take the time to focus on things. So when you have somebody who is willing to come on your show and share their life with you, why not focus on that? You know, if, if I knew, if I was in their position, like I am now, you know, I would. I would want somebody to focus and be into me. I've listened to a lot of shows over the years and I'm like, yeah, that person knows nothing about the person that they're interviewing. They, you know, they haven't taken that time. And I think, you know, one of those things you have to take the time to invest in the people who are investing in you.
0: you Totally agree. Totally agree. So you've been doing this for quite a while now, about almost 12 years or so
1: yeah yeah so in in
0: 2010 because i was in the started the blogging scenario at that time and that was like Mm -hmm. the black blog boom say that three times fast right yeah (laughs) and so this is where the 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 vlad tvs the jasmine brands and this is 50.coms and all those things started and so what have you seen change since then Mm -hmm. to now
1: from then to now, um, we, we have this, you know, the, yeah, course. Um, the, the, the I mean, face-to-face, <laughs> we got Facebook, um, we have, you know, TikTok, Snapchat, you name it. You have all these different outlets. And so you also find that people go after, you know, the hottest thing, you know, the hottest trend or whatnot that's actually going after that. Other people don't get their shine because we're only focused, you know, on those hot things at the time. And so you have seen um, media and blogging expand greatly over the years. I've seen some pretty heavy hitters talk about stuff that I talked about on my show, you know, five, eight years ago. So it's interesting to see how things um evolve um at the time i had a good friend of mine out of atlanta he was like you're like the oprah the oprah of this thing and so you know because i talked about different things and at that time i didn't see it but now i'm like hmm, you know maybe he was right
0: <laughs> no it's it's just amazing again uh me i started blogging at that time and i saw the shift and one thing i've seen is that yeah. people are literally forgetting about getting their own website and all that other stuff yep. They're blogging straight from instagram Yep, their blog blogging yep. from Instagram, and that's been um a nut, that's been nuts. How has it helped your business, or or mm-hmm. how has it hurt your business with all of yeah. the new changes?
1: Well, for me, this is new. So for years, um, and some of the people who who are loyal to the show can tell you, most people didn't know what I looked like because I did not get on video um everything was voice you know um people listening to me and i like that because a lot of times especially now with social media people get hooked up on you know your looks yeah. you know how you present yourself and all of these things and so that can that can be distracting Love um it. for people you know when people get caught up in that um one of the things that has kind of hurt sometime is that people don't feel like OK, well, I need to go to, as you mentioned, these these higher brand, these higher people who are out here. You know, I need to go to them. Well, then what happens is they go to them. They re- get rejected or they may do a show, but it wasn't good. It wasn't what they wanted. Yeah. So then they come back to me like, hey, I want to, you know, come back around. And so it's, it's interesting to see people go after what we call like the heavy hitters, Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah.
0: tiny object syndrome yeah 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 I, and and you yeah. know i think that that hasn't changed um because i remember mm. when i started i was in dc and you know it's, yeah. it was always who who are you and why should i be on your platform and one of the most right. amazing things that happened to me is i went to la and so many people that were actually doing some things gave me a shot but yeah. the people who wasn't really doing anything was giving me a hard time. Yeah, so absolutely. <laughs> that's like yeah. the craziest thing in the world. So you still seeing that to this day?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and the thing about it also is that you have people, the support um, that sometimes you get from fellow people who are in the same realm that you're in. Um, It's lack thereof, Uh, which is sad because you would think that people, you know, would want to support you and want to see you doing great. But then you find yourself in the midst of a competition that you had no idea that you were in. You know, so um, I've had some some radio hosts who, you know, have even told other people not to come on my platform, you know, for whatever reason. And I was just like, wow, like, you know, so sometimes it can be you know
0: kind of grueling <laughs> yeah i listen I, I totally understand and again they yeah. always say if you're not doing a good job then you you know no you won't have nobody trying to stop you so obviously <laughs> right obviously you're doing a good job or you're making an impact yeah you know yeah. so after 12 years coming in 12 years what's one of the biggest interviews not from a stature standpoint but the one that, that hits you that you always remember what's one of those ones that you always remember like wow this is Maybe you changed somebody's life, or you know, uh, maybe it changed your life.
1: Yeah, um, one of one of the ones I did years ago that still stick out to me is um, Mildred Muhammad. So she was married to the DC sniper, um, wow. and so that was huge. That's it was huge, huge because <laughs> I it was one of those people that I was I was thinking she's not going to come on my show. You know, she's been on, you know, CNN. Yeah. yeah, she's not going to come on here. So, But she was gracious. She came on, and it was one of the first shows, like, I actually cried in the midst of in- interviewing her, because to hear the things that she experienced, you know, um, from him, you know, personally coming after her to, to kill her, you know. And so, and the things that happened to her during that process. And she was just so open about it. She held nothing back. And so I felt honored for someone to share so much with somebody like me, you know? And so I always remember that till this day. And um, it was probably one of the the highlights. Yeah, definitely.
0: That's a big deal. And I got a story about that because it was funny. I was in college. I was about to graduate college Mm -hmm. when that was happening. Yeah. And my wife's from DC, and we going to college. We, we're going to, um, we're actually going to Jersey, but we had to stop. We always stop in DC on the way, riding up 95. Yeah. And so we literally, that morning that he got caught, caught we were on yeah. our way up there. We said, we met, we mapped out literally where we were going to stop and where we oh, weren't wow. going to stop. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. morning, I'm serious. We got on, that, got on, got up ready to get on the highway by five o'clock in the morning. Is all over the news that the DC sniper had been yeah. caught. Yeah. And so I, I re, I'll never forget that day we were we were getting prepared to get on the road. We said, listen, we're going to drive up. We're going to get our gas right before we cross our own, get out of North Carolina <laughs> because we'll be able to drive straight through Virginia and Maryland <laughs> with the type of car we had. And yeah. we, had, we were usually stop in D.C., but we wasn't going to stop this time. We were just going to go all oh, yeah. the way to Jersey. <laughs> but we was going to yeah. stop once we got out of Virginia and Maryland. And so, just to hear that, that's crazy. That was something that you know this country would never forget.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So. Did you?
0: This is the big question. Before you, uh, before the reveal, did you think they were black or white? <laughs>
1: before the reveal, yes. I definitely thought they were white because I was like, you know, we don't do, we don't do that. <laughs> that's not us. And so
0: when I saw him, I kind of did one of those, oh, why it has to be up, you know? You messing it up everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just knew that was some crazy
1: white man yes. running yes. around and just losing it. And I see, I said, are you serious? I was like, this has to be a joke. This can't be real. Like I'm looking at, you know, I'm looking at all the police and they got their guns out and, you know, and I'm like, this, this has to
0: be a joke. This can't be real. This can't yes. be. <laughs> <But> no, that's <laughs> crazy. But uh, it, that is that is a big one. That that's amazing. And I yeah. can see how that would affect you. So after doing something like that, mm-hmm. you know, and going into this situation, did it tell you that, hey, I'm going down the right path? Did that give you some reassurance?
1: Oh, definitely. I think one of the things, you know, when I first started, um, I wouldn't reach out to people that I considered, you know, famous or celebrity or, you know, up there in, in the interview status because I felt like I'm not big time. I'm not, you know, I'm not on, you know, TV and people not seeing me. But the fact that people take their time. Uh, to respond and, and giving me a chance um, shows me that I'm definitely I'm definitely doing something right. You know, I, I've had a lot of great people come through, people, you know, poets who've been on Deaf Comedy Jam and uh, people who are, you know, wives, ex-wives of celebrities who've come on and shared their lives with me um, and the listeners. And so I'm always appreciative of that, of people just giving me an opportunity, you know, because they don't have to. But I think at the end of the day, people respect a person and a platform where they feel comfortable they feel yeah. you know loved on and you know they feel like they're that they're that main person at that time uh, people like being in those type of environments so that's what i try to give
0: people you definitely do as someone who's been <laughs> on your platform you know you definitely do um, yeah. we're in the world of especially with our men and women that we're at odds and so is it a situation because you are a woman and you have a, a female platform mm-hmm. for everybody, but do you feel like yeah. one gender is gravitating to, to you more or do you try to make sure that, you know, you have an even, you know, distribution? Yeah.
1: I definitely try to um, mix it up a bit. Um, but men, yeah, over the years, men, I don't know. Um, I've had some men but I haven't had a whole lot and I'm always going after you know men to come on the show and to share their topics and so or you know whatever they have going on and so that's been and which is one of my challenges you know for myself this year to definitely get more men on um, and so I think more women have a ten- tendency to gravitate towards me um, to come on here, but I-, I want men to know as well. You know, you're welcome. You know, it's, it's a great platform, and I think sometimes men can be a little hesitant. You know, because they don't know as a female you know how I'm gonna to respond to some things that they may have said. And I've had those those heated conversations on relationships and, you know, women versus men. So hey, I, I'm ready to oh, what was bad. that
0: like? What was that like? <laughs>
1: <laughs> those were always interested. I, I remember in our early days I used to get inboxes and messages like, you know, you just go after the women and support them all the time, you know, from men kind of getting upset in those relationship conversations. And so, but it was always interesting And I feel like it's needed I feel like, you know, women and men We need to have, you know, these, these conversations To show people that, you know, we can talk about anything yeah. Um, You know, we don't have to think alike We can we can share our opinions And, you know, love each other at the end of the day You know, it doesn't have to be a, a hate hateful thing
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's one of those things I ask that because, again, I see a lot of that In all of mm-hmm. any business that I'm in I've seen a lot of women gravitating to women. Now, I do see the brothers gravitating to the women when they open up to them, because again, Mm -hmm. because brothers take, it's hard to support other brothers. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know why, but I do see women supporting brothers and then I see women definitely supporting each other. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to figure out, because for me, I'm in that space where I don't want it to seem like is, because I always have women on my platform. Right. And it's not that I don't want to talk to brothers, it's just that again, they give me more of the um who are you? What have you mm-hmm. done? Yeah. And you know, yeah. you gotta kinda overqualify yourself.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <what> they say. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. It's pretty much like I want to see your resume. You know, what 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 have you done? You know, yeah. who you work? And I'm like, look. I don't have A blood
0: sample, (laughs) COVID test, everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Vaccine card. And I was sitting there like,
0: Jesus Christ, I'm trying to give you a platform,
1: you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it it is. It definitely is a challenge uh, to to get me in. And And what's interesting, I've had a lot of men over the years listen to my show, send me messages and emails about my show. But to actually come on and have a conversation, that's where the challenge is sometimes. So hopefully we'll, you know, hopefully we'll get a little better at that this year.
0: <laughs> I think it will. I think it will. I mean, again, what, you, what you've what you been able to do, again, just your style of, of interviewing. And we'll talk about that, you know, your style, because a lot of people, it's very, very like, they're watching the time. They're, you know, they're, they're not engaged. And so mm-hmm. for you, your prep talk. Walk us through your prep situation because you you know I'm like how she know that about me. <laughs> <laughs> so walk um, us through I your def- prep.
1: Yeah, I definitely do my research on the person. I I want to get to know who I'm interviewing. Like I don't want to just okay. I know nothing about this person. You know because um it used to be people would send me and they still do their press kit. So it has all this yeah. information on where you was born, where you graduated, what degrees you have, which is great. But outside of that, what is going on with you? So I want to know, besides, you know, your resume, your pretty press kit that you take the time to do, you know, what's going on with you. So I do my research. Um, Most of the authors that have come on my show and music artists, I own their books in my library behind me. Um, I've purchased now I can't, I can't, you know, I'll go broke purchasing everybody's stuff, but, uh, most people I can say, I I do own a piece of something that they have, you know, and so or a product that they're pushing. And so I try to take the time, um, to study, you know, the person that's coming on, um, as far as the questions, I don't write down my questions, everything is off the cuff. So, and for me, that's, been number one for me because i don't want things to sound rehearsed yeah you know um i did that one time (laughs) and i won't mention the guest but they were a music artist and so they wanted you know pretty outline questions Mm -hmm. so they came on and i'm i mixed up stuff but they couldn't follow the flow because they thought okay question number one this is what she's going (laughs) to ask me first and you know so they were thrown off and so i told myself never again so when people you know email me and they're like can we get an idea what kind of questions i'm like no like i'm not going to and i want people to know i'm never going to ask you anything invasive yeah. Um, or that's going to offend you or put you, you know, in a certain position. Um, and I find that when you don't do that, people open up to you more. You may even get more out of an interview just because you don't ask those questions.
0: Yes, you it's know, a breath of yeah. fresh air because people right. are thirsty and they want you know tabloid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> tabloid yeah. and all that other stuff Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah and yeah. It's, it's important to know that too so and and i've yeah. like i said, I witnessed and i've watched plenty of interviews and of course you've interviewed me and my family mm-hmm. it's just one of the things i said wow you know she's really paying attention to what's going on and you're oh, asking definitely. what people want to get out yeah uh, yeah secretly we want to get that stuff out you know but yeah It's your job to go ahead and find it. And so you're doing Mm -hmm. it. I mean, you're definitely very, very great at what you do. And I know a lot of people don't give out their flowers, but I definitely got to give you your flowers (laughs) on on that. And so for you going forward, you know, how do you upgrade from where you Mm -hmm. already are? How do you take it to the next level? Yeah.
1: So taking it to the next level. So my, my upgrade was pretty much last year when I started coming on camera and um, catching people off surprise because they're like, oh my goodness, uh, you know. So that is a, another upgrade for me. And the next one will be uh, just expanding, um, getting more um, people um, of, of different, you know, cultural backgrounds and all those things to come on the show um, and all those great things. But also, you know, getting out here. And getting into the community. So, one of the, the things I wanna do, kinda like what you do, you know, when you go out, you're always out in the community. And I always am excited to see that because I'm one of those people that I wanna do that, but I haven't worked up my nerve. You know, people kinda think you're kinda crazy I when did. you walk up to them in the community and you start asking, you know, questions and this and that and the third so that's my that's my pretty much my next challenge just to get out within the community um and you know let people know you know my my husband and my mom uh they're like my top my top people and my daughter so my Mm -hmm. daughter goes to school tell everybody yeah my mama has this radio show (laughs) you know and so but they're always telling me let people know who you are
0: that's good and for me
1: Yeah, for me that's hard because I don't want to come off as like, oh, you know. So that's my challenge is to get out here more, um, and let people know about the show. Let people know I'm here, you know, and they have this platform.
0: Let me tell you something. Your family will be your greatest promoters. I know my daughter (laughs) and my son. Literally, I've walked into school with them, and oh, your dad does this. Your dad does that, and. Oh yes. my god. And and if she see me, I remember my daughters. One of my greatest things for her. Um that she told me a story, she told me is that she met the mayor, the mayor of the city was at the school, and she oh, said, wow. you know my dad. And she said, She said, Who's your dad? And then she told him, she said, Oh, yeah, I know Jay and everything. Like and she <laughs> she was good for the rest of the day. My dad yeah. knows the man, my dad knows the man. She was, uh, yeah. she was bouncing off the wall with that. So that was about three or four Absolutely. years ago. So, yeah, I totally get it. Let them continue to promote you. Yeah. You, not going to make a lie out of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. And it's, it feels good to have people who are invested in what you do and yeah. supporting on what you do. And so sometimes that comes in the form of strangers. You yes. know, my, my big supporters um, have been people that I some of them I have never met other yeah. than you know social media some people i've had the pleasure of um meeting in person and before pretty much before the pandemic that was one of my things is to try to get out and go when people were having things that i could get to that were close by um you know and travel to and interact with people you know Mm -hmm. and i think we need more of that so i'm hoping that you know things will open back up and get better where we can you know start connecting with people face to face hopefully soon so
0: yeah, what what yeah, state
1: yeah. are you in right now i'm in north carolina
0: okay yeah, yeah. so listen yeah. north carolina is not uh you know the south has been like sometime acting mm-hmm. like covid never existed
1: <laughs> right right
0: you're right <laughs> so, you're the right was <laughs> acting like it, it hasn't existed so it just yeah you being responsible and saying I'm not going to be around everybody and messing around. Yeah. With um,
1: yeah. Here people act like, I'm like, uh, has, have we been cleared? Um, <laughs> has there been something sent out that I didn't get the memo on because, you know, especially with the new year, people have really just kind of been, you know, doing their own thing. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. And they, <laughs> they're already having conversations talking about in the near future, um, dropping the mass ban on airplanes. And wow. so, um, that's going to be a crazy situation. So this is something I yeah. want to definitely talk to you about, because mm-hmm. this is what people need to know. I think yeah, you're yeah. coming into a space now or you've already crossed into the space where you're charging. What brought you to that point, And how has it been for you?
1: Ha ha. Yeah. So at first I did it for several years. I did not. Um, And I never thought about it. And so one of my friends who um, also does radio, he says, how much are you charging these people to come on here? And I'm like, charging? I'm not charging you know? And so never thought about it. So when it comes to promotion, advertising, sponsorships, or just people coming on as guests or whatever, sometimes, um, I started it because I know now and one of the things Tamika Sims told me, she had contacted me probably a, a year ago. Or so about a client and I and I I, I gave her this price and I kind of said, well, we can kind of work around. She said, no, you know your worth. Yeah. And so I took that and I carry that and people don't understand it's me. You know, I'm, I'm pouring in this time. Yeah all all these different things you know i'm paying and i'm pouring into it so i feel like i'm worth people paying me yeah you know for my time and my platform the challenge has been is that it seems like no matter how low your price is compared to others some people still don't want to spend that coin on you You know, they better go um, buy those Jordans, you know, or whatever, but they won't take that time to invest in them. So my thing has been I've had some people who once I told them a price, I never heard from them again, which is fine, because eventually you'll come around, you know, word out spreads and say, hey, I've been on the Beautiful Butterfly show and I had a great time. And so you know, now I'm going to give her her that shot. And so sometimes it has a tendency to kind of turn people away because sometimes people don't want to pay for their investment. But when people start seeing the value that they get out of um, being on something, I think they'll be more inclined to, you know, invest in that. So, you know, for those people who, you know, think I'm charging like out of the box, you know, you know, hey, it's, it's okay. But I think that, as people, we know what we worth. You know, your hat, your shirt. You didn't, you know, you didn't get that for free. Nobody Not was saying all. like, okay.
0: <laughs> Not <laughs> at know? all. Yeah. 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 Great advice yeah. by Tamika Sims too. Uh, get yeah. right with Tamika. So shout out to her. But yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those things that you know I asked that question because it's always taboo. Like people get used to getting something, you know, no matter yeah. how good it is. Well, for free, and it and it's like yeah. they, you know, you a cardinal sin, you know, you mm-hmm. broke all the rules and you know,
1: in the, all the rules. And everything. Like, yeah, asked them for two dollars, <laughs> yeah, and then you. you I mean, know, I had you. um, I had a guy actually. He was managing a music artist, and I told him my price, and he said, "I've never, I've never had to pay for him to come on a platform or or to to get advertisement." I'm like, well. He going to pay today, you, <laughs> you know, you yeah.
0: Pay day. And, and that's yeah.
1: not, you know, again,
0: I, I, you know, I've been in that space with the music back in the day. And yeah. I remember where, and even my artists would be like, um, yeah, let's get on this for free. And then, but you, you want to, you know, you ain't have a problem. You're trying to get me to pay $2,000 to be on Worldstar, Right. And I'm right. like, well, right. I said, what you're missing is this platform is going to focus completely on you. Absolutely. World star, you're going to give them two grand. It's probably yeah. more than that now, but back in the day, and they're going to put you in this blog role that nobody's going to see because nobody knows right. you. Right. And so they're not just going to click on you, even if it is 200 million people looking at it. And That's even good. if you do, they're not going to, they're going to be like, all right, well, whatever, he was high, but they're not going to keep chasing you. Yep. You know, it takes time. And so yeah. they don't get that part, but I'm like, you have a platform here that's gonna be like they'll give you a whole hour, they'll ask you, they meet your kids, your <laughs> wife, everything like yeah. that. And yeah, and you won't want to give them a quarter, but you'll give yeah. two thousand dollars to the people who are not gonna be thinking about absolutely,
1: you. absolutely. So,
0: you know, I asked that yeah. question because a lot of people um get it misconstrued about this, you're running a business,
1: yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, and you're investing in it. You know, we we got mics that we're investing in, lights, camera, all these different things that we're investing. Your time. (laughs) Your time is definitely one. And so, you know, I I, I say to those people, you know, think about it from the the broader spectrum of things, uh, where things can go. You know, I've had people who may have just wrote a book um, and they may not make much money from that book, but once they came on the show, somebody else heard their story, made a purchase. They they referred somebody else or whatever it may be. So you have to look at the broader, you know, um uh, picture of things. Definitely.
0: You find yourself in these conversations about price points and, and charging, doing more educating yeah. than doing business.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, You know, because sometimes people just don't fully understand and then sometimes people um, feel like, oh, you know, well, she thinks she, you know, she a little better now, you know, because she's trying to charge. And it's like, well, I'm just trying to continue to be great and provide a great platform, you know, by you investing, you're making it greater and and, and you're your things in return will blossom as well. And so a lot of times you know you have those back and forth conversations with people. but at the end of the day, I just feel like if, if the beautiful butterfly show is the platform that you want to come on, you're gonna get there. you know? Um, you know if that's stacking up your coins till you can, till you can get on there, then that's fine. I have advertisements and sponsorships of, of all different price ranges really. Uh, Because I try to hit, and that's one of the things about me, I don't try to hit people over the head, you know, with crazy, you know, prices, but I do know my personal investment and time into this. And so I want to, you know, (laughs) get some of that back.
0: Definitely. I think that you should. So why do you feel like it's so difficult to get people to understand, you know, in the investment in themselves, that Mm -hmm. part?
1: Because it goes back to what you were saying. So many of us are used to people just doing stuff for free. You mm. know, we, we've got in this mindset that everything is supposed to be free. Well, I can't, I don't know about you, but I can't walk into Walmart um, and say, well, I'm just going to take this milk, you know, for free because it's here, you know, and I need it, yeah. you know. And so I think people have to really understand the value that we're all valuable, yeah. you know. Because we may be at different stages in our lives and on different paths, it doesn't make you invaluable. Yeah. You know, you're just as inv- you're just as valuable as I am, and yeah. so forth. You know? And so, when people begin to understand that, but there's this challenge that where people just feel like, honestly, we're just supposed to give them things and do them things, especially people that we know, you know, oh and God. may have been rocking with us <laughs> a long time. Yo, He's you know, um. You gonna let me come through on the show, or or you gonna let me advertisement? Well, what is that? What does that benefit for me? Like, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> it, you know, it's you know.
0: nuts. It's nuts with that. So yeah, we we we're clear that you know everybody's going through the same thing when you start to try to yeah. charge and try to step up the game. The people is, you go to another level of a customer though. You know, those yeah. people begin to not be your customer. And that's totally right. fine. And that's a part right. of the name of your show. You know, it's called The Beautiful yeah. Butterfly. So I wanted to yeah. ask about that. Why Why that name? Why did you come up with that name?
1: <laughs> well, as you can see, I love butterflies. Um, <laughs> but uh, butterflies are free. Um, you know, they, they fly all around. They not the price-free. There's
0: other kind of free, y'all. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, not free-free. Yeah. <laughs> But they roam as they please. They come in different colors and textures and styles. And so, um, you know, that's how I believe in opening my platform to people of all uh, different walks of life. Um, You know, a lot of times because I am a Black female radio host, sometimes people feel like I only cater to Black people, which I don't. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually cater to people of all different cultures. And I've had different cultures on my show uh, from years from all over the country. Um, but when it came to the beautiful butterfly show, I just felt like it sounded like a pace, a place of peace. Yeah. Um, you know, an that. embracement. And so that's what I like to bring. And so there that, that, hence the name.
0: Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So you being a black female in radio, mm-hmm. doing your own thing. Is it a hard thing for someone else to do to follow your footsteps to be a, become a radio host, a black female, or anyone, but definitely a black um, female becoming a radio host and following in your
1: footsteps? I don't think so. I think as long as you take it in for what it is, um, you know, a lot of times people get into these things because I've seen a lot of people create. Shows and podcasts over the years that may didn't last as long Mm. because people we want that instant gratification. You know, we want to blow up overnight. And for some people, I have I've seen some people who started at the same time that I have who are on major radio shows in different states, and I'm I'm proud of that, and I'm rooting for them. It doesn't make me less than because I'm at this stage, you know. But um, I think that. As women, especially as black women, we have to know that we're needed out here, you know we our voices are needed. we have so much to share on the things that we deal with on on just being a woman period and especially a black woman. so I think that as long as you're invested in what you're doing and it's a passion of yours and you're not out here to you know wreak havoc on people, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that it will go well, you know, for people, but I think you just have to be invested in what you do because, you know, it has its ups and downs uh, when it comes to this industry, but you have to be up for those challenges, you know. And you said a,
0: a powerful word with industry because, you know, a lot of times people can just literally just pick up a computer, a microphone or whatever, and right. just start doing stuff and call right. themselves something <laughs> you know yeah. what, dif- what what what's going to make that person become actually mm-hmm. a radio host into in 2022 now um yeah. as opposed to maybe just a podcaster or maybe you just talking freely on your platform right. what what differentiates them make them a, into a radio host
1: I think it's when you actually it goes back to that investment part when you've made mm-hmm. the investment in yourself uh for you and i'm trying to get to you because you're a walking brand you know you're representing <laughs> your brand everywhere you go if it's a hat or if it's a t-shirt or shoot a pair of socks whatever the case may <laughs> be right. you're representing your brand and so i think a lot of times people have to realize that not only do we sit behind a screen but we're doing things within our community yeah. um you know one of the things yesterday i did at my church i handed out masks and at-home covid tests uh, for people to be able to take at their homes, uh, because although bands are lifting, we're still in the midst of pandemic and things are spreading. So we yes. have to stay vigilant um, and and safe on top of those things. So getting out here uh, within your community um, and seeing the changes that you can make um, within that. And so I think that, yeah, like you said, it's easy for anybody to go get a computer, a uh, 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 a beautiful light camera and all of that. But uh, what you're doing, will it make a difference in people's lives? You know, at the end of the day, that's what you want. Um, And and one of those things um, that I did, I did a show on prostate cancer awareness years ago. And so it was a man who um messaged me and he said thank you so much for doing that show he said Mm -hmm. he hadn't been and got a prostate exam in over 15 years and he was an elderly man yeah and so when he went he went just in time for early treatment because he was in the early stages of prostate cancer wow by listening to the show What was going on, the signs, and symptoms, it encouraged him to go to the doctor to get checked out. And so he was able to get that early prevention um, and something that could have progressed into something a lot worse.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, you have to understand that when you get, when we get behind these mics and these screens, you know, our voice serves a purpose. So you have to make sure that whatever you say and do, you know, it, it goes in a positive way with people.
0: I love it. I love it. Listen, I told y'all we upgrading in here, right? I told y'all we upgrading. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know my show used to be called "In the Studio with Jay Halen" because, yeah. again, that's who I am, and and I always I lived in my studio. I always lived in my studio, and if you and people before the pandemic, they would come in and sit with me in my studio and have a conversation. Yeah, but we've elevated, you know, to what's called now Starve Talk. And it's this acronym for Stand Tall and Reclaim Victory Every Day. Mm -hmm. And because of the fact that, and one of the reasons I wanted to purposely get people on my platform that understands that. And I truly believe that you are somebody who does, because I watch how you interact with other individuals. I listen to your purpose and your reason behind doing the work that you do. But what does that acronym mean to you? Stand Tall and Reclaim Victory Every Day. What does that mean to you?
1: I think that that's interesting that you said that. I just made a video about about something similar to this. But I believe it means that even during um, your most troubling seasons of your life, um, to stand firm on your belief, um, and, you know, try to remain positive and keep on going. A lot of times we get knocked down and and I'm one of those people that I've had those challenges that come up with just in life general. And I take me a break, you know, mm-hmm. and I come back refreshed, renewed to, to make something greater happen again. And so, for that, it means, you know, throughout those challenges, throughout life and those things that may come your way, you keep on pressing. You keep on pressing through, um, you know, and doing great things and, and never stop and never allow people or or the world itself um, to, to throw you off balance. It's OK to get knocked down, but, you know, we definitely got to get back up, uh, you know, refresh yourself and, and start over again.
0: I love it. I love it. Y'all heard it from her. The one and only B-Fly. <laughs> it's, you know, um, it's really important to me, again, in this um, season to have individuals like that, because um, if this goes on brand with, with I Won't Starve, with changing yeah. mindsets, changing lifestyles. And that's where it has to happen, you know, in the grassroots and the ground floor. I don't know where it's going to go. I, I know that we're going higher. At the same time, I know that a lot of the people you want to if you want to fix some things is always crowded at the bottom. And there's a lot oh, yeah. of people that's, that needs healing. Yeah. And so as you get up and you learn things, just it's better to give it back to those individuals. So I wanted to Absolutely. talk to people just like yourself to be able to be impactful of my listeners, the people that's paying attention, because I won't starve. It's more than just something cute that I'm wearing, you know. Right. It's you. It's we, we're really building platforms, understanding that if we build a strong foundation, a strong platform, it doesn't matter where you go, you will be that's okay. Right. Because everybody right. goes through something. But what is your platform? What are you rooted in? What strength yeah. do you actually have Um, and be prepared for the fight? And so that's what that's stand open. tall and reclaim victory every day means you, that you have the capability to do just that every day. Because every yeah. day is a fight. In his own Absolutely. way, and so you got to continue to do it. Listen, I would ha- I wouldn't have it no other way that to have this conversation <laughs> with this beautiful young lady right here today. Let everybody know how they can contact you, how they can follow you on social media, and also follow the show.
1: Okay. Awesome. So you guys can catch me. I'm usually on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, you guys can go and follow the um, radio show on the Beautiful Butterfly radio show page on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram at the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Twitter, Butterfly Show. Also, uh, as most people can say nowadays, you can Google me, <laughs> <laughs> <Definitely. laughs> but yeah, you can follow me on Facebook um at beyond fire on my personal page as well you know hit me up connect uh you never know what type of connections you can make with people so don't think sometimes people are out of your realm or they not may not be interested in what you have to say or what you have going on um it's always important just to make that first step so
0: Yep. Listen, y'all better hurry up because she's going to be in a situation you're not going to be able to contact her on Facebook like that. So y'all hurry up and get connected today. <laughs> get, to yes. get connected immediately because she is definitely going up. And the prices are going up. Yesterday's price is not to be
1: <laughs> I love it.
0: And so you're going to have to come up with a bag to go see her. But it's worth it. You know, it's worth oh. it. It's going to a worthy cause. Um, and she, hey, it is what it is. She could, hey, even if it was nonprofit, profit, it's for profit. <laughs> I, okay, she's doing her <laughs> thing, but no, I really appreciate you so much for giving me some time today to talk to you. You guys, I know that when you hear this, anybody who tap in on YouTube or you tapping in on audio, you're going to love what you hear from her. Follow her, and you know how to follow us www.jhalim.com www.iwonstarve.com. Go to Starve Talk page on YouTube, like and subscribe, comment, share, do everything you need to do. But more importantly, stay connected and stand tall and reclaim victory every day. I promise you, you won't regret it. I see y'all next time. Have a great one.